0: Hello Dunker listeners, today I'm thinking about kinds of foundations. What's your favorite? Is it the concrete basement of your house, or is it your ability to read and write that is foundational for you? Maybe you think of the wise and foolish builder story that Jesus told and the rock versus sand foundation. Or my favorite, a large sheet cake, which is a foundation for any kind of decoration and celebration. Now you have some food for thought. Yeah, lame, I know. Take it away, Jacob, with some foundational punk music for Dunkerpunks.
1: Punks. I don't want to be rich. Don't want to be popular Don't want to be selfish, no I don't want to be a goat Don't want to be ignorant Don't want to be blindfolded I just want to be countercultural I don't want to be violent Don't want to have a vendetta Don't want to be vengeful, no I don't wanna be a soldier, don't wanna be militaristic, don't wanna help that cycle, I just wanna be a countercultural pacifist. I don't wanna be a racist, don't wanna be a capitalist, don't wanna be a sexist, no. I don't wanna pass judgment, don't wanna hold grudges want to be hateful i just want to be a countercultural pacifistic unconditional lover i don't want to shop at walmart don't want to grow Monsanto don't want to drink coca cola no I don't wanna burn petrol, don't wanna eat perfect fruit, don't wanna feel guilty, I just wanna be a countercultural, pacifistic, unconditionally loving organic gardener. I wanna be authentic, I wanna be radical, I wanna be optimistic, honest, beautiful, I wanna be humble, I wanna be progressive, I wanna be open. I Inspiration I wanna be like John Wesley Or Sarah Major Or Hannah Mao I wanna be like Martin Luther Or Martin Luther King Jr Like Santa Claus Johnny Appleseed Dirk the Or Gandhi Alexander Mack John Klein George Fox Or Jesus Christ but, but mostly I just wanna be me I just wanna be me
0: Did you listen to the very first episode of this podcast? It seemed such a long time ago. If so, you heard interviews recorded on the 2015 International Day of Prayer for Peace. This episode is about this year's Peace Day, and you get to hear recordings of special events in multiple locations. Jenna is the Youth Retreats Coordinator at On Earth Peace. In addition to audio of Peace Day events, she gives us a little background on how and when the Day of Prayer for Peace was created. As you listen, think about your own foundation for peacemaking. What forms your resolve to seek peace and pursue it?
2: Hello, Dunker Punks. Today's episode is sponsored by On Earth Peace a community of practice for peace and justice dedicated to serving in the Church of the Brethren and beyond. I am Jenna Walmer, the current Youth Peace Retreats intern. For this episode, we will be focusing on the recent events of the International Day of Peace. Personally, I have celebrated this day for many years by making what I call Peace Cookies, for my high school's marching band. These cookies were sugar cookies with icing that created a peace sign on each cookie, reminding my band members of the day and to spread peace in their lives. Many churches and organizations hold events to celebrate and recognize Peace Day. In fact, the first Dunker Punk podcast was about the events of Peace Day on the University of La Verne's campus. This episode will look at the history of the International Day of Peace and will explore how different people are called to build peace in their lives. As you listen to these peacemakers' stories, contemplate your journey of being a Dunker Punk and ask yourself, how are you building peace in this world currently and how will you continue to build peace in the future? September 21st has a long-standing history that commemorates the importance of building peace in our lives. In 1981, the United Nations General Assembly passed a resolution declaring an International Day of Peace, and in 2001, they designated September 21st the annual date. Three years later, the World Council of Churches joined and declared September 21st an international day of prayer for peace. Each year, many groups gather to celebrate Peace Day, praying for a future with peace and nonviolence, a future without armed conflict, and a future with love rather than hate. This year, I had the opportunity to take part in a Peace Day event in the Verlina District at Oak Grove Church of the Brethren. This event asked three Youth Peace Travel Team alumni including myself, to share about their experiences on the team and how they continue to build peace in their lives after this experience. Tyler Goss, a 2011 alumni of the Youth Peace Travel Team, speaks on teaching peace during his summer in the analogy of a shepherd and his sheep.
3: Obviously a summer full of camps meant we had to do heaps. We had had heaps of sheep to tend. We worked with everyone from the elementary energetic lambs to the bold, brilliant, and sometimes too cool for school senior high flock. <laughs> we had quite the variety across the peace building pasture. Teaching campers about peace is kind of what the peace team does.
2: But as our summer
3: went on, we began to see how we, the teachers, the shepherds, needed to remember that we too were still sheep. We too were still developing our skills as peace builders, discussion facilitators, worship leaders, and Bible study crafters. At the start of the summer, we often would assign our roles on the team based on how we could best teach about peace. In our typical workshops and Bible studies, Mark would be the guide, to act in a skit. Kay would be the one to lead a discussion, Sarah would be the one to lead an activity, and I would be the one to wrap everything up with some sort of message. Those were the roles that we were best at ones we're most comfortable with. If we each stuck to those roles, then we would teach a piece something fierce.
0: But as the summer went on, we realized that this was our time
3: to grow as leaders, to expand our skills and shake up our comfort levels a bit. Isn't that how God moves after all? Somehow, I doubt Esther was too comfortable about risking her life by asking the king to protect her people. Something tells me liberating the Israelites isn't something Moses did. God's people in the Bible rarely seem to operate within their comfort zones. building is the same. It is not a gift you are born with, but a skill you must develop and trust with God over time. It requires getting you out of your comfort zone and daring to live a bit differently. Our summer pushed us. We stepped out of our comfort zones and switched up our roles. Because peace is not accomplished in a week of workshops and peace Bible studies, but in a lifetime skills and dedication. We were to teach on peace, and if we were to do that, we needed to embody the fact that peace voting dares to trust God a bit more over a long stretch of time and relies less on our immediate go-to skills.
2: 2016 Peace Team alumni, Phoebe Hart, discusses how different comfort zones can affect shared experiences. One thing I noticed at annual conference
4: was that a lot of the issues could be in some way tied to trying to nail down, like, a concrete belief for the whole church. Yes, we think blank, or no, we think blank. I think that kind of defeats the purpose of the church. Now, I'm not trying to diminish the importance of holding faith in your convictions, but I think it's kind of fundamentally unpeaceful and pretty unchristian to claim that any human knows exactly what God meant 100% of the time. We could debate about authors being human or the cultures of the time, but I think it's safe to say that we all agree that none of us are God. So why are we letting our disagreements hinder us from going after our common goals? Praising, serving, living peacefully. I'd say that if I have any advice or lesson for the church based on what I learned this summer, it's that we can't allow our different comfort zones to change the experience we give to the campers, and the campers being the world. So since we aren't God, I'd say what's most important to focus on is what we do know. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. No other commandment is greater than these. And who is our neighbor? The one who shows mercy. And blessed are the merciful. And we are the salt and the light. But if we're too salty to get along, then we might not be doing it right.
2: Bridgewater College has a long history of partnering with Bridgewater Church of the Brethren for a Peace Day event. The event this year focused on the struggle of building peace and symbolized this through a walk from Bridgewater College's Peace Pole to Bridgewater Church of the Brethren's Peace Pole, walking uphill for the entire walk. This intergenerational event allowed voices young and old to show their dedication to building peace. Bridgewater Church of the Brethren members, Lucille Vaughn and Roma Jo Thompson, shared their thoughts on peace to conclude the service and the community's time together. Peace cannot be kept by force. It can only be achieved
5: by understanding. Albert Einstein. Peace begins with a smile. Sister Teresa. And another Mother Teresa saying If there is no peace, it is because we have forgotten that we belong to each other. Uh, A quotation from Henry Nouwen, Jesus asks us to speak for peace, whether or not it it is effective in the worldly sense. The whole question is the question of faithfulness and not just the question of change. So in the middle of this world, we need to say no to war even when we don't see immediate results. And a Franciscan blessing. May God bless us with discomfort at easy answers, half-truths, and superficial relationships that so, so that we may live deep within our hearts. May God bless us with anger at injustice, oppression, and exploitation of people so that we may work for justice, freedom, and peace. May God bless us with tears to shed for those who suffer from pain, rejection, starvation, in war, so that we may reach out our hands to comfort them and to turn their pain to joy. And may God bless us with enough foolishness to believe that we can make a difference in this world so that we can do what others claim cannot. done. Peace is not a little white dove. It's you and me.
2: Peace Day observances bring diversity in how they are practiced. Verlina had three former peace team members speak on their different experiences. Bridgewater College had an intergenerational event bringing college students and community members together for their annual Peace Day observance. And this is the beauty of Peace Day, bringing different ages, genders, ethnicities, orientations, and backgrounds together to share one's love for peace. We all have our differences, but on Peace Day, we come together and unite for our hope for a peaceful world one day. Let us remember that peace is not something that comes easy. It is something that needs to be worked on and built every day. Whether we are working on internal peace, interpersonal conflict with our peers, or large-scale armed conflict, peace building is a difficult process that takes time, effort, and prayer. This Peace Day let us continue to strive for and build global peace. Goss reminds us of the struggle for peace and why we should remember to always be striving to be peace builders.
3: I'll be honest, our summer as peace team was hard on all four of us, but it wasn't because we didn't love working together or traveling to all the different camps of which Camp Bethel is obviously the most fantastic, but I'll let that go. We certainly did all of that, love all of that. Our summer was hard because the denomination we had known and loved was not living up to who we were called to be. 2011 annual conference. Death threats, ugly remarks on the business floors, tears, division, brokenness. We were claiming to be continuing the work of Jesus, but certainly not acting like it. We may be a historic peace church, maybe even a living peace church, but as 2011 can attest, that never means that we have this peace thing mastered. Peace is not the opposite of conflict. Conflict is inevitable. Peace is what happens when we approach conflict, as Christ did. Peace is what happens when we first look at the log in our own eye. Peace is what happens when we begin to see the Samaritan as the hero. Peace is what happens when we not only wash our friends' feet, but we wash the feet of those who will betray us. Sisters and brothers of the Church of the Brethren, I have listened to too many Andy Murray songs to think that we can't do peace well. We can do peace well. We've seen it done well countless times by individuals in our denomination. Let us remember who we are.
1: Let us remember peace. My sword and shield, down by the riverside, down by the riverside, down by the riverside. Gonna lay down my sword and shield, down by the riverside, study war no
0: more. Jenna got me thinking about foundations for peace. I've never known anyone who wasn't for peace. Even military officers I've spoken to were for peace, especially after they've been to war. We just might not agree on the method to arrive at peace. Still, we do need to think about methods after we first pray for peace. How do we add actions to our prayers? This summer, at the Church of the Brethren Annual Conference, many of us expected to encounter conflict. Now, conflict is not the absence of peace, Rather, it is often the way to peace, for if we enter into conflict with honest and open communication, we are laying a foundation for peaceful negotiations. This conference was one where many people of differing opinions were going to be discussing the key issues about which we disagreed. On the first day, I attended a workshop led by Matt Gwynne of On Earth Peace, who engaged us in role-playing exercises. I confess... I dislike role-playing exercises. They make me uncomfortable, but so does conflict. And these exercises involve both. We formed two lines, and one side was the aggressor and the other the receiver of aggression. It was uncomfortable for all of us. Yet I discovered I could play the roles required And they allowed me to explore words and phrases to diffuse tension and get at the heart of conflict so that we could have a chance at understanding, no matter who I was talking to. What an eye and heart-opening experience it was. I realized then that my prayers for peace were only a beginning, one layer of foundation. What I needed was a foundation for action that involved practices for peace. It is relatively easy to be for peace. But if we have no foundation, we may just collapse when challenged. Practices for peace are what Tyler was talking about when he spoke of switching up roles on the Youth Peace Travel Team and leaving comfort zones in order to explore and learn new paths. That's what I did with simple role-playing exercises. I left my comfort zone and began a practice of peacemaking. What is your foundation for peace? How can you build on your practices and create some that will serve your peacemaking in the future? I have an action for you now. I want you to visit a website or two. Visit onearthpeace.org or go to livingpeacechurch.tumblr.com and explore those pages until you find something that strikes you. Then click through and see what you can learn or where you can go and get out of your comfort zone and take a step for peace. And when you find places that spark your interest and passion, post them on our Facebook page or tag us in a tweet so we can share what you found with other followers of this podcast. For truly the best way to engage peace is to begin with someone else. A word of encouragement found in Psalm 34. Come, O children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Which of you desires life? and covets many days to enjoy good. Keep your tongue from evil, and your lips from speaking deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. Be blessed, Dunkerpunks, as you seek peace and pursue it. Here's Jenna with a prayer from Peace Day.
2: The prayer written by current pastor at the Lidditz Church of the Brethren, Eric Landrum. This prayer was written after the shootings in Orlando this past summer. As we pray, think about how you are called to build peace in this world. Creator of heaven and earth, we pray, have mercy on us. The one who conquers chaos and disorder, we pray, have mercy on us. Our hearts are heavy, hardened, afraid and confused from terror, senseless violence, oppression, and unjust death. We pray, deliver us. Created in your image, as your people, in diversity, as your children from different cultures, ethnicities, orientations, religions, and genders, we pray, have mercy on us. We have strayed embracing violence and hate, loving only when conditional, listening only when it is easy and serving only when convenient. We pray from these sins, rescue us. We weep with you, we weep with others. But we know that our weeping is not enough. We know that our weeping is not enough. Call us to act, God of peace, God of love, God of reconciliation. We have enemies, we pray for them. Those who persecute, intimidate, bully, and terrorize, we pray, have mercy, have mercy. You are our hope and strength. In a world that is hurting, bring your healing. In a world that is fractured by sin and destruction, bring forth your compassion. Transform our mourning and weeping into actions of hope and love and peace in the light of your kingdom. Enlighten us to the pain and realities of others. When we have forgotten you and strayed from your path, speak to us and guide us as your church. May your love prevail over all death and hate and terror. We pray, have mercy on us. In the name of Prince of Peace, we pray, help us build peace, we pray, amen.
0: The Dunker Punk podcast is created by a dozen contributors who want to see
2: a future with peace and nonviolence, a future without armed conflict, and a future with love rather than hate.
0: I produced the show along with Suzanne Lay, who edited the audio this week. Jacob Krauss created our theme song. You are an important part of this show by tuning in to each episode, so thanks for listening. Further, support the show by leaving a comment and rating on iTunes. Follow and engage with us at Dunkerpunks Pod on Twitter, Facebook, and Snapchat. And keep listening every two weeks. We've rescheduled Emmett's episode, so tune in on October 29th to hear more from the founder of DunkerPunks.com. Until next time.
1: I am gonna study you no more. I ain't gonna study war no more. I ain't gonna study war
2: no more.